When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Third hour, Clay and Buck starts right now, everybody. And we're diving into the latest from New Hampshire and the Republican primary. Also speak a little bit about this Dean Phillips hello, uh, who is running against Joe Biden. He was up there. But we want to take your calls to 800-282-2882 so you can weigh in on everything that we are seeing. Uh, first up, Ronna McDaniel, who is RNC chair, uh, says that it's time for Nikki to drop. Nikki Haley doesn't have a path. This is cut 12. Let's play it. We have never had a nominee in our party that has won without winning either Iowa or New Hampshire. Donald Trump is the first ever to win both. I'm looking at the math and the path going forward, and I don't see it for Nikki Haley. I think she's run a great campaign, but I do think there is a message that's coming out from the voters, which is very clear. We need to unite around our eventual nominee, which is going to be Donald Trump, and we need to make sure we beat Joe Biden. It is 10 months away till the November election, and we can't wait any longer to put our foot on the gas to beat the worst president, to beat a president that's kept our borders open, allowed fentanyl to pour through, allowed inflation to go rampant. He is hurting the American people, and we need to do everything we can to unite so that we can defeat him. So that's the RNC uh, head, uh, Ron McDaniel, who you'll recall Trump supported in that moment where it was possibly going to go RNC chairman's job was going to go to someone else. Uh, and Trump gave his endorsement to Rana and that helped push her over the, uh, over the finish line to stay in that job. Clay, I just thought it was interesting to, to note for everybody out there. Nikki Haley has released, you just heard the RNC chairman, uh, that was from, I think last night or this morning, 
saying that Ronna McDaniel, I'm sorry, uh, Nikki Haley needs to drop out. Here is Nikki Haley releasing an ad where she's going after Trump. This is cut 11, going after Trump and Biden. Biden, too old. Trump, too much chaos. A rematch no one wants. There's a better choice for a better America. Her story started right here. America's youngest governor, a conservative Republican. And boy, did she deliver. It's a great day in South Carolina. What's the play here? I mean, first of all, that not not a great ad. uh, But what's the play? What's the move for Nikki Haley as you see it? As this, in the same way that on Wednesday last week, we came on this show and said there is no path for Ron DeSantis. It makes no sense for him to continue in this race. There is no path for Nikki Haley. It makes no sense for her to continue in this race. And so Nikki Haley needs to get out of the race. You just heard the only way that that, that ad that she's running the only way that Nikki Haley makes sense is if she's now working for the Democrats because she can attack Donald Trump. She can force him to potentially have to spend, I don't know, millions and millions, if not tens of millions of dollars on the Republican primary campaign that would otherwise be able to be allocated to go after Joe Biden. So if Nikki Haley is desirous of Joe Biden losing, then she should end her presidential campaign immediately. If she is trying to sabotage Trump and Biden, then maybe it makes sense. But how does that make any sense at all? I We we started off the show two hours ago, and we said, open phone lines. Is there one person in America listening to us right now, and there are millions, that will defend Nikki Haley remaining in the presidential campaign? Not one person called in. There are millions of you out there listening to us right now. 800-282-2882. And we should also mention, we have invited Nikki Haley to come on the program and make the case to you why she should stay in the race. Nikki Haley has not responded to our invitation. Now, we've had her on the show before. But I would submit to you, if you were trying to win the Republican race, and it was you against Donald Trump, and you were invited on this program to speak to millions of voters and tell all of them why you should still be running for president. Wouldn't you take that opportunity? So far, Nikki Haley hasn't. Now, again, open invite to her to come on the program and make the case for why she should stay in the race. I see no pathway for her being the nominee I see, therefore, no legitimate basis for her to stay in the race. Open phone lines for any Nikki Haley supporter. Why should she stay in the race? And and, and by the way, arguing something that you can't control is not a reason to stay in the race. Because somebody might say, like the Wall Street Journal editorial board said, well, if Donald Trump ends up getting convicted of a crime and there's a decision made to move on from him, maybe Nikki Haley would have enough delegates to try to make a play to do that in July in Milwaukee at the Republican National Convention. She doesn't control that. And I think Trump's going to have already wrapped up the nomination easily. She doesn't control if Donald Trump has a health-related issue. If you don't control whether you can be the nominee or not, then you should drop out. The math doesn't add up. 
Nikki Haley, there's no reason whatsoever for her to stay in this race. Now, that's part one. Part two that's got people fired up is, I think she makes sense as a vice president. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta stop. We're just, the, the, the people that, that are writing into us, I promise you, I tell, I tell Clay every time he says it, I'm like, trust me, they know that you think she's a good, she'd be a good vice president. But, uh, the, the, we got a new caps, audience. By the, the third all- hour, a lot of people out there, yeah. new, new people who can get angry at me for saying it. Everybody was, I love the, I love the picture. You see the, uh, the Alonzo morning, uh, GIF or GIF, whatever you're supposed to pronounce it as. Uh, where he sits on the bench in the Miami Heat uniform and he's shaking his head no. And then after a little while he starts shaking his head yes. It's a, it's a really popular, uh, meme that people will share because it's like, you know, it's just so interesting to think about what he was thinking and then you hear an argument. This is the reverse of that. A lot of the Trump people are not in their head that Clay's right. He's a truth teller. She's got to drop out. There's no basis whatsoever for her to stay in. And then when I pivot to, but he, she would make sense as a VP. They immediately get angry. So they're all, all the diehard Trump right people, they're 100% agreement. And then they're like, he's crazy. They just go right if, off the reservation there. If she drops out before South Carolina, uh, this is, this is what I see happening. If she drops before South Carolina, Nikki Haley and Trump wins, Nikki Haley ends up being secretary of state. That's what I think happens. That's not a bad theory. Do you agree with me? That Trump should start to put his together his cabinet right now, yes, and start rolling it out for everybody he, he should, to see it. For, for you know, I will say this: I think even if Haley were to stay in, I don't think Trump needs to spend. Look, he doesn't have that. to show up for debates. He's not going to debate her. He doesn't really have to spend money. He's going to blow out the competition. She's his only competition left, and, and all these other states that are left. So I, I think he just, and I, I see this happening already, but. You know, the battleships have to all just focus their fire on the enemy here. Like, they're, yeah. this is not, Nikki Haley is not going to be president. It's not going to happen. And so they might as well take the attitude. Look, Trump is, uh, in terms of the strategy here of the primary, there have been a few things that have worked remarkably well. One of them was not showing up for debates. Yes. If you had told somebody, I, I know now it's, it's, a perception. It's like, well, of course Trump did that. But if you had said 10 years ago that any Republican would be the leading, uh, contender, uh, or sorry, would be the, basically become the nominee by refusing to show up and debate. At one point, there were what, five or six people that were on that debate that, you know, were going to be on that debate stage or were on that debate stage. You would, that would have been crazy. Oh, people would say you're scared to face the voters. Not with Trump. People didn't feel like the primary was necessary. I, I, let me build also on, I like your idea, Nikki Haley, Secretary of State. Maybe that makes more sense. I think you roll out all the different cabinet members and Trump can go a long way towards aligning the rest of the Republican party because I don't know who the choice would be, but basically put any Secretary of State who looks, uh, sorry, Secretary of Treasure, uh, Treasury, Secretary of Transportation against Mayor Pete. When you start lining up the two respective options. Okay, you've got the gay mayor of uh of South Bend, Indiana, who's the only transportation secretary any of us can name pretty much in the last 20 years because he's done such a crappy job compared to whatever candidate that Trump would put out there. And go ahead and get everybody to agree Merrick Garland is the attorney general. Who would Trump pick as his attorney general? I would love to know. If Ted Cruz was not running for re-election as the, uh, as a senator from Texas, cause I think he'd probably prefer to keep that job. I think Ted Cruz would make an incredible attorney general. I think Senator Mike Lee from, uh, Utah 
would make an incredible attorney general. I, and I, by the way, I like this too because it does two things. Well, it does a few things, but two that come to mind immediately for Trump. One, pivot to the general. You're in a general election now. We all know it. People can say, oh, but we need to let the people vote. Yeah, they can vote. That's fine. But the strategy for I'm talking about from a Trump campaign perspective. Yes. He's in a general against Joe Biden. That's where we are. Now, maybe the Biden thing shifts, whatever. But he's in a general against the Democrat Party. Um, with that in mind, putting forward the cabinet and discussing these things, I don't think it's premature at all. Um, because one, it can create, especially just people being in the mix, they become surrogates for the Trump campaign in the sense that they'll be asked, you know, hey, so and so, you know, assuming it's someone that is seriously being considered and that, that has a good relationship with Trump, you know, you're being talked about as a possible treasury secretary. Yeah, I think that'd be great because we would fix the mess that Biden yes. is making of the economy, right? It, it, it puts things into the news cycle. It creates discussion points that are positive, that are constructive. And that it so it pivots Trump toward the general. It starts to filter into the news cycle, and it also f- focuses everyone on policies and fixes early on because you can talk about some of these high-level picks for an administration, whether it's the VP, the Secretary of State, the Treasury, Secretary of Defense, um, and and it gets people thinking about how things would be different under a Trump administration. So to me, there's no reason. The reason you wouldn't normally do that would be it looks presumptuous. It's not yeah. presumptuous. We're there. Correct. We should have that discussion. And it also sends the message, I'm ready to go day one. Because a huge part of the transition and the time that you spend, if everybody already knew who the pick was, then the attorney general can already start making telephone calls, the potential attorney general nominee, to figure out, hey, who's going to work underneath him or her, right? Whoever these people are that are getting slotted in, secretary of state, vice president, they can put together their staffs. And you legitimately would have the most capable on-the-ground transition team ready to go five minutes after Trump steps down, having been sworn in uh, as president of the United States in January of next year. That, to me, that is the play. Even if, you know, Trump is the ultimate, you know, he did the apprentice and everything else. Even if you wanted to say, hey, here's our schedule, right? I think that would be amazing. We, here is the next six months. We are announcing each of our cabinet members on this day, we're going to have a press conference. We'll introduce it with them. It would be really impressive television. It would be great theater. To me, it's a no-brainer to go ahead and put together the team. And I think that would go a long way because people say, oh, you know, I'm not necessarily happy with Trump. The best thing he did in 2016 was put out his potential Supreme Court nominees early. Go ahead and tell us who your nominees are to be members of this cabinet. Let's get it rolling now. Yep, I, I agree. 800-282-2882, what do you think about this? And you have some suggestions, not for VP, some suggestions that you think would be important on policy in the Trump administration in some of the other prominent spots. I'm pretty sure we could get a better transportation secretary, for example. I'm just throwing that out there. And it allows you to compare them, Buck, which would kill. It would yes. do really, really well. I think in a lot of cases, people say, wait, who does Biden have running that agency? There'd be a lot of that. So it's absolutely worthwhile. On the days you want to be reminded about the goodness that is found in America, there's a podcast series worthy of your time. It's called Our American Stories. It's a daily podcast series that features stories about America and its people. Whether those Americans are immersed in sports, business, or the arts, their stories are compelling. On today's episode, you can hear Washington's Farewell to the Nation address or... 
The backstory behind the owner of a famous thoroughbred horse named Secretariat, who won the 1973 Triple Crown. Each day, Our American Stories tells the stories about the men and women who built this country and continue to do so. Find this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Make it a part of your day. Get Our American Stories on the iHeartRadio app free or wherever you get your podcasts. Again, Our American Stories. Download it today. Truth after truth, you can handle the truth. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name Clay for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Let me tell you about an American company whose entire mission is built around supporting this same community of people, which I'm a part of and proud to be so. GovX.com is an online shopping platform that people like me with service-related backgrounds have been using for years. There are over 8.5 million GovX members benefiting from the site today. As a GovX member, I get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. If you're a member, GovX.com is the first place to check when you're shopping online. If you've served our country in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, emergency medical services, or other government agency roles, go to GovX.com. That's govgovx.com and create your free membership today. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart and you'll get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. It's happened. 
A caller has called in to argue that Nikki Haley should stay in the race. Millions of you out there listening, one of you brave enough to argue in favor of Nikki Haley remaining in the race. He is Seth and Lafayette or Lafayette, Indiana. I'm not sure which way it's pronounced. Seth, why should Nikki Haley stay in the race? Yeah, it's Lafayette, like the uh, general from France who helped us win. The Marquis. Marquis de Lafayette, yes. Yes. Yeah, Lafayette. Lafayette is who it is. Okay, so if I'm Nikki Haley, I'm staying in the race as well because she is now going to her home turf. She has never lost on her home turf, and she has four weeks to work the ground. Now, is it an uphill battle? Absolutely it is for her. But she's never lost on her home turf. And if she can groom in those four weeks, groom her home turf, now she has momentum going into Super Tuesday. I I get So you would stay in? You would stay in if you were Nikki Haley because you would think you can pull off the upset in South Carolina. If I'm going to my home turf, if I'm going, okay, so let's, if it's me and I'm going to Indiana, I'm in, I'm in that position. Yeah, I'm going to groom my home state because I think I can win there. Okay. Uh, that is an argument. Thank you for calling in. I, what is, let's pretend, Buck, that the call, the caller could be right. Just to be clear, he could be spot on. I think it's a a long distance, uh, or it's a, it's not long, it's a long bomb in the end zone, but it's, it's possible. I'm trying to think through, and and again, I, I feel like I have a pretty good pulse on the South in general because I came out of writing about SEC football. I don't know very many people who are who have spent more time all over the South than I have. I won't say it's zero percent because Trump could have a health-related condition in the next month. And that could change the outcome of the race. But remember, these people are suspending their campaigns. If Trump, and God forbid it happened, if something awful health-wise happened to Trump in the next month between now and South Carolina, I think you would see, and Trump suddenly couldn't run anymore. I think you would see, remember, all these campaigns are suspended. Everybody would just come back. And so, again, they're just suspended. So there's no reason why that could happen. I look at everything as what can you control? And Buck, I can't see any way imaginable that Nikki Haley is going to beat Donald Trump in South Carolina. And if, and our caller said, okay, well, what if she did? Okay. What if she loses? She's never lost a race in South Carolina. What if Trump beats her 65-35-70-30 on her home turf? Are you telling me that wouldn't be a massive hit to her going forward? to lose that bad on her home turf? Well, th- this is why I think it, it, she's got to be taking a long... How old is Nikki Haley? She's 52. 50, 52? She's young. Yeah. Young for, for politics these days. She's uh, very young. Yeah. She's very young, Um, given the uh, the competition. uh, She's got to take the long view here, and I just think that... I think that maintaining, to what the caller says, staying undefeated in your home state is much more important than just picking up a home state, or rather, much better idea than picking up an, an L in your home state. I think that's a bad idea. No, what's also a bad idea? Paying too much for uh, your cell phone bill. And right now, we can save you up to $1,000. $1,000 over the course of 2024. How much difference would your life be at come Christmas time? You had an extra $1,000 to be able to spend on presents for the kids, for the grandkids, for your family. Maybe even take a vacation. Uh, with that extra money, Pure Talk will give you phenomenal coverage. America's most dependable 5G network. 
half the price of the other guys. Unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Average size family, I just said, save $1,000 a year. My family is on Pure Talk. Yours can be as well. Veteran-owned, U.S.-based customer service. Here's how you make the switch. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pound 250, that's pound 250, say Clay and Buck, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. All right, everybody, welcome back. You know, we dove deep into the uh, border issue yesterday and talked about the Supreme Court ruling, 5-4 ruling, with Amy Coney Barrett and John Roberts joining that majority of uh, of leftists to say that the state of Texas cannot put razor wire down to help prevent illegal entry because the razor wire is interfering with the federal government's ability to choose to not do its job on immigration. That's that's basically what's going on here, right? So they're pretending that they want to do it. I mean, it, it would be like, you know, imagine if if you were if your house was on fire and you and and the the fire department doesn't arrive, and all of a sudden you're grabbing buckets and you're going to start throwing buckets of water. Anything you can do, and the fire department arrives and says, "No, that's our job. You're not allowed to do that." And then they don't turn the hoses on. That's the Biden administration. That is what they are doing on immigration. They are pretending that it's their prerogative, but really it's just their prerogative to do nothing and to let this continue. And that's what's going on. Uh, our friend Glenn Beck had a, had a D- Department of Public Safety spokesman on his show from Texas Department of Public Safety to say that Texas is not going to stop, Clay. I thought this was really interesting. Yeah. And is going to lay down more razor wire. And uh, Nancy Mace, member of Congress, and I would say in the top ten for possible Trump VPs, by the way, but we don't have to get into that right now. Not top five, but I think she's in the top ten conversation. Um, she's saying... That even Democrats, this is cut 23, are angry about what's going on in cities with illegals. Play it. Depending on the kind of the kind of district you're in, whether it's purple or red, immigration could be the number one issue. Uh, the, the economy and immigration are the top two issues. Abortion is always going to be up there in swing states and swing districts. But every town is now a border town. Even in South Carolina, our law enforcement have arrested members of the MS-13 gang. There are fentanyl overdoses every single day. Every every state's a border state now because of the influx, the millions and millions of illegal aliens. Joe Biden has allowed into this country with no end in sight. Under Donald Trump, this was not happening. People see that. They feel that. Even Democrats in New York and Chicago, they're angry at Joe Biden for what he's done to their cities. It's all his fault. It's true. I like Nancy Mace. Uh, I think she's interesting. I know that some of you out there are going to say she vacillates some ways in the direction that she goes on particular issues, but I think she's smart. I think she understands who the swing voters are going to be because of the districts that she has come to represent over time. Uh, there in South Carolina. Um, remember, she didn't endorse Trump in 2020. What is she voted for impeachment, I think. And now she's come out and endorsed Trump in the 2024 election, which is quite a, uh, tr- quite a pivot. Uh, but I think it means that, that she is willing to acknowledge changing circumstances. And I think she gets to the essence of a lot of these issues. Let me, let me hit you with a question here, Buck, which I haven't heard anybody ask about. So a couple of things. On this uh, border-related wire being put down, we've re- reached out to uh, to the governor of Texas, and we will get him on, Greg Abbott, I would bet in the next couple of weeks. He's, uh, I think, in India, they said right now, on a uh, on a trip trying to 
but gin up more business for the state of Texas. Obviously been reelected, term limited out there. How does he play this politically? Because the state versus federal government on immigration could lead to the state of Texas being held in contempt in some way of the court rulings related to this. That's point one. Point two, I analyzed yesterday, I put on my lawyer hat, and I pretended I was trying to give you the argument for Amy Coney Barrett, also then talked about the four conservatives who had the other side here. Let me ask you this, as you look at John Roberts, and you know his political nature, how much of this ruling buck could be a sign that they're going to be coming down in favor of Trump on some of these controversial decisions, and they're trying to balance out the equities here to avoid the Supreme Court getting accused of always being against Biden and pro-Trump, and they're they remember the yeah, thing to I know, keep in I know, mind this, about this. Your your take on this, I think, is is correct, but it's too positive or too sunshine. And, and I'm not, like, I'm not saying why? I agree. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me just finish this for a second, then you you tee sure. off on it. I'm not saying I agree with it. But I think what all everybody out there has to recognize is we're not seeing the full scorecard, meaning John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett and all of these justices know what the behind the scenes votes are are for all of these contentious uh, cases that are coming. And they know they're going to be dribbling them out all the way through June. And so if they're looking at the full scorecard and they say, oh, we're going to be on the Republican side, the Trump side, on four really big cases, let's say. And then this one's kind of in the middle, and they're like, well, we want to try to split it, so we'll be on this side to try to balance it. So I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying they have optics in the Supreme Court to know how cases that are not yet decided no, I, I will you. be coming out. Okay, but now what I, what I meant it. What I meant, it's not a tee-off thing. I just, when you say that, oh, well, this will establish... If it comes up, if Trump, when Trump or if Trump wins, that he will be truly supreme on border issues. Yeah. Insofar as if there's a similar, uh, a similar question brought to them, but what they'll do is every federal judge in the country is going to find some way to bury Trump in the Administrative Procedures Act or in the failure to give notice of the bureaucracy's page 727390. I mean, or or environmental protection over whether or not, like, you know, the the world of beasts can cross the border. So it's not a fair trade, in essence, because even if the Supreme Court goes, oh, well, you know, Texas can't do this, but at least that means that Trump, he comes along there'll be a million other little legal snags that they'll throw in the way to try to slow him down from being able to execute his authority. So it's not that I disagree with what you're saying. It's just I see that, you know, it's like heads we lose, tails they win, right? I mean, there's no way around this. Yeah, so that's that. I think you're 100% right on what will happen if Trump tries to build a wall and immigration-related issues. What I'm saying, though, on top of that is if they're going to come out, we were talking with Julie Kelly earlier, and if they're going to say that half of the charges that Jack Smith is bringing against Trump for these January 6th charges are not permitted to be exist. Like, they're misapplying that statute, and it shouldn't be able to be applied against Jan 6 defendants. And if they're going to grant Trump potentially uh, expansive presidential privileges as it pertains to his powers to challenge this election, they know how that vote is going to come out already, and they may not be released until June, 
And so not even in the immigration capacity, although I do think presidential powers is fascinating there, they may just be trying to balance it out. So they give Biden a couple of wins, even though Trump's going to get a couple of wins, so they don't get accused of just being completely in the tank for Trump. That's that's when I say that they know how the votes are going to come out. I do think Chief Justice Roberts will trade his vote. I do. And I think that is the opposite of constitutional legitimacy, right? I think when you're sitting there and you're like, well, it's 4-4. I want to get your uh, opinion that I like on this case. Let me see if I'll take this side on this case. I think he did it with Obamacare. I think he did it with, uh, with Roe v. Wade. Uh, I think he did it with... Um, so many of these cases out there. Well, and so he, I, he's I, I wonder he's if that might be going He's on. an institutionalist, and unfortunately the institutions now all tend to lean a little left because there's this constant echo chamber effect of, oh my gosh, they can't do that. That's, yeah. you know, so I think, I think he gets, I think he gets bullied on things and starts to believe some of the press about how, oh, if the Supreme Court does that, then it's illegitimate. So then he goes, oh, okay, I'm scared. You know, I, I think, you know, I think that, I think his Obamacare, um, decision was, was just appallingly intellectually dishonest. I mean, I think that he's done a number of decisions where he just got scared of the Washington Post headlines. And yes, and this gets, this is what gets me so fired up. The entire reason you have lifetime tenure is to give you balls if you don't otherwise have balls, by which I mean you can't get removed. And I just don't understand some of these guys and gals who get into these positions and you worry what somebody at a cocktail party is going to think about you. I don't, I just, I don't get that. And, and this is the same position I have with all the billionaires out there, like Mark Cuban, who just turn into gelded eunuchs. Um, and they won't say what they actually think about a, an issue that's very important to the future of the country because they're afraid that somebody on a charity organization that they work with is going to have a negative opinion of them. I must, maybe there's something wrong with me. And I'm certainly willing to admit that that might very well be the case. I don't spend any time worrying what anybody thinks about me at all, other than the people that I live with and also work with. And people are like, he's the worst human being to ever worry. If you were like, man, it's really awful to sit down and do this show. I would like feel bad about that, right? Because I, you know me and we work together. But the idea that I would walk into like a cocktail party and care what a bunch of people I don't know in Washington DC think about my opinion on Roe v. Wade is like, it's so foreign to me. I think it's pathetic if that's true. If John Roberts is sitting around like worried about this, it defeats the entire purpose of having lifetime tenure. But I do think there's probably something to it. And I wonder how much of that is just balancing the way that directions are coming. Um, we'll talk about that and more. We'll take some of your calls, uh, when we come back. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. And I want to tell you, maybe what John Roberts needs is some more testosterone. Maybe he just needs a little bit of vim, vigor, and vitality, big, swelling biceps to not even care anymore. Maybe he could be as strong as Reacher. Went to go see a great movie last night, Ordinary Angels. It's going to be out soon, a month from now. So good. And it starred Alan Rickman. I think I'm getting his name right. No, is Alan Rickman the guy from uh, Harry that's, Potter? That's Harry Snape. That's or that, or not Harry Snape. Snape. Professor Snape and or Hans Gruber from Die Hard. And he's also dead, so he was not in the movie that I watched last night. That would have been weird. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Alan Rickman. What's the guy's name who's now Alan Richter, I think, isn't it? Is it Richter? I was in Blue Mountain State with this guy. He was phenomenal in Ordinary Angels. And I think he has, uh, like, he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger at the absolute peak of his strength at Sylvester's. 
Rickson. Alan Rickson. Yes. He was amazing in it. Hillary Swank was amazing in it. But Alan Rickson in particular, maybe the strongest actor in Hollywood right now. That guy doesn't need more testosterone. He's got more chalk than he could possibly handle. John Roberts does. John Roberts needs a testosterone supplement so that he can recognize that we can protect our own southern border. Joe Biden needs it. Everybody out there right now who doesn't have the vim, vigor, vitality to stand up for what you believe in, get a little bit of testosterone in your life. It's all natural. You can get 35% off your subscription for life. All you have to do is go to chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Clay, C-L-A-Y, in that code, 35% off for life. Maybe you made a a resolution. Buck and I are both getting fat. We're trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're like us and you want to get in better shape and that's your resolution for 2024. CHOQ.com. Use my name, Clay. Having a little bit of extra energy can make a big difference in your life. CHOQ.com slash Clay. Get hooked up today. Don't miss a minute of Clay and Buck and get behind the scene access to special content for members only. Subscribe to CNB 24-7. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. 
You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Get to your calls here quickly. I'm going to ask you to be quick so we can close it up. But I wanted to play Biden spoke yesterday in Northern Virginia. And he had a couple of nonsensical things to say. I thought we should just keep you updated on our commander-in-chief. Here is Biden saying that uh, Glenn Youngkin, who is currently the governor of Virginia, won a big race in 2021, that he's not actually the governor of uh, Virginia. Listen to Biden. Hello, Virginia. And the real governor, Terry McAuliffe. Ah, the real governor, election denialism at its finest. Terry McAuliffe got his ass kicked by Glenn Youngkin. Glenn Youngkin fired back at Biden. But remember, whenever they deny election results, it's just good politics, not a direct threat to democracy. And here is the most eloquent president ever. We'll Here's Joe Biden. Donald Listen. Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. I mean, that sounds like, listen to that one more time. This is Joe Biden with an important message for all of America. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. You know know what's awesome, actually? He sounds like the really drunk guy who's sitting alone at the bar who's, like, telling strangers, look at me. And then wants to start a fight, but no one takes him seriously because he can't even speak because he's had one too many. Oh, my goodness. What a ridiculous situation we're in. A bunch of you wanted to weigh in. I want to make sure that we hit your calls. By the way, we're going to dive into uh, Greg Abbott versus Joe Biden and state of Texas versus um, uh, the state of the United States tomorrow because there's a lot of drama there. Uh, but a bunch of you weighing in right now who still wanted to, 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 to give us your opinions. Catherine in Augusta, Georgia, the home of the Masters. What you got for us? I've got a different perspective for you. I'm concerned that in trying to cultivate the next generation of young conservative voters who are leaning toward the right and want to vote for the conservative causes, that they're going to get really disenchanted, lose faith in the process if Haley, who represents for them a younger, multi-ethnic, female, a more with-it kind of candidate, that they can be that they can be behind as a Republican. Catherine, you, I, I think that's an interesting argument. You said you have daughters. How old are your daughters? I do. I have. They're in their 20s, and we've had this conversation a lot. And they've kind of gotten excited about the possibility of being able to vote in our state primary for Nikki Haley because for them, if they aren't given that opportunity, and she is so dismissed by all of you that, understand it in our generation what's at stake and you're looking at the math and you're looking at the numbers and that she can't possibly win but what that generation is seeing is what she represents and that is an alternative to two 80 year olds one of whom is demented and the other one is is dictatorial 
Okay, so Catherine, you think your daughters who are, sorry to cut you off, but you think your daughters who are in your, their twenties would be willing to vote for Nikki Haley in a battleground state like Georgia would not vote for Donald Trump? I do. I I really do because Mm -hmm. they are excited about being able to vote and I know that they really lean to the right and they know that the left that we're, we're destroying the country. Yes. 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 And they're looking forward to an opportunity to vote for somebody like Ramaswamy or DeSantis or now now Haley, I get it. To well, can, can I say something, Catherine, about the opinion. about the uh, the way? And thank you, thank you for calling in. I want to address some some of what Catherine has brought uh, to the conversation here. It's a, an excellent call, uh, and appreciate the perspective. A couple of things: what we've seen is that Trump's biggest support overwhelmingly is in the over sixty five voting demographic, meaning that the people that are the most all in on Trump by age are the oldest. The youngest are the least all in on Trump. This is unsurprising considering Trump's age. Um, and then beyond that, and this is where I think we get into what happens to the general clay. If what Catherine's talking about applies to one or two percent of the electorate, as much as that doesn't represent the GOP base and all the rest, that could be the difference in the election. That's how tight this could end up being. And that's why my argument is you have to stop thinking about what makes MAGA happy. MAGA is happy. Trump is the nominee. And you have to start thinking about what makes people who are not diehard Trump supporters more likely to vote for Trump. And a lot of people can't make that pivot because they can't get outside of their own head. The Catherine call there, I think it's really interesting. Her daughters in their 20s in a battleground state like Georgia, they'd be willing potentially to vote for Nikki Haley over Biden. They might not vote for Trump. That matters. There are, to Buck's point, one or two percent of the population is likely to determine this outcome. How do you get them? That's the question of the next nine months. We're going to be talking about a lot on this show. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades, to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, govx.com is for you. 
you stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. 